Testing, testing, one, two, one. Two. Wait, what's the main character called again? Um, Alina. El- Alina. Alina. Alina, okay, good. Because I know how to write it, but I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it. Oh, the microphone fell. Okie day. Okay, hi. You're, we're on the third one. Did you mean oh, to do I that? don't care. Okay. It's fine. We'll oh, live. Why did you delete the second one? Because it was recording over what we... Oh, I'd already recorded. Oh, okay. I don't know. So how are you? How are you? <laughs> um, It's been a while. We did record the last yes, episode a while disclaimer. ago. Disclaimer. Our last episode was filmed almost a month before we got it out. Like, yeah. It was filmed... Well, not it was, before- it was recorded when Liz Truss was still Prime Minister. Oh my god, it was! It was literally the day before. <gasps> so here's a quick oh rundown god, of what happened during that time. <clears throat> the day after we recorded... The Wi-Fi went out. The Wi-Fi... For everyone in our... In, for everyone in Shetland, in Shetland. Where we live went out because some fucking boat dug up a cable. <laughs> a cable. One cable. Can, one cable and the whole island was fucked. Um, it was great. But but you see, just before that happened, I was trying to upload a post to the Instagram for the podcast. And I always have this thing where I feel like I've put it on to my personal account, so happens, I always check. Happens to the best of us with fan accounts, you know? So I always like check immediately after to make sure I haven't posted it. Mm-hmm. But the Wi-Fi went out literally right after I posted it. <laughs> And I just set, got sent into an absolute fucking spiral. Couldn't sleep. Bad night for her. Anyways, yeah. woke up no, in the morning. No, no, no. Listen, I'm not done yet, Ellen. This is going to take hours. I know. But because of my anxiety, um, I usually watch stuff while I'm going to bed. No Wi-Fi. Couldn't watch stuff. All I had was four episodes of Community that I had downloaded already. Because the next day, we were going away without Wi-Fi for the entire, for like four days. So I just stood up watching the same four episodes of Community again and again and again and One again. One of them was the Glee episode, so she was singing the songs all day. Speaking of singing songs, Midnight's came out this, the next day. So it was a great day for me. Yeah, but the Wi-Fi, we got it back. That yeah. was fun. And then we were away for a few days. And Wi-Fi. then, and then, I ran out of my meds. Yeah. And I didn't sleep for about two weeks. So she's had a rough time. I have had a rough time. Um, I've been able to sleep, but not been doing the greatest recently. Um, so basically, everything has just been a hot mess. And I did not get around to editing it for weeks. For weeks. Um, Actually, I tried to. But then the thing just stopped working and it was 12 o'clock at night. So I just said, fuck it. And I went to bed, but I, I didn't sleep anyway. So it took us a while. It took us a while. But we were ahead of schedule for a bit. Um, Let me give you, give you a, little, a little fun fact right now. We are trying, trying our best. Probably will not happen. But we are trying to get to Christmas Carol. For Christmas. For Christmas. And we have... We have nine. <laughs> nine movies to watch in like five weeks. Um, five, we'll six s- weeks. We probably won't do it, but we'll see. Um, Look, I've put in all of it so I can know what fa- the fan favourite movies are. Oh, what's the fan favourite? So far, 
Prince and the Pauper. Obviously. Obviously. I thought that would be, like, the overall fan favourite, honestly. Yeah, I've, yeah, I think so, too, because most of them are newer and people don't like the new ones because it's nostalgia. Yeah. Um, anyways. So, this movie is Barbie Fairytopia. The first in a trilogy. The first in a trilogy. It's the only trilogy they've done, I think. Mm-hmm. But this movie, unlike the other movies, it was released... First of all, on Nickelodeon on the 6th of March in 2005, and then on DVD and video two days later. Um, I'm pretty sure this was the first movie to be released on DVD along with video at its premiere, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the first to be a completely original story, the first film to have sequels, the first film without a you know quote-unquote Ken character. Which might have something to do with the fact that Barbie and Ken broke up the year before. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, Mattel announced on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the, um, on Valentine's Day. Yes, they announced it on Valentine's Day that they'd broken up because Ken wasn't ready to commit. That's so dramatic, oh my god. Wait, you, you can hear the cat flap. You can. Our cat flap's really loud. Um. Yeah, so, and Barbie, they didn't actually get back together until 2011. Whoa. So they were broken up for quite a while. Um, I think the movie being an original story also has something to do with um, Mattel losing Disney. Yeah, you know about that whole shebang. Yeah, Explain I... Explain it. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know about this whole shebang because I love Ever After High and it has something to do with it. So, Mattel... Down. Mattel lost <laughs> Disney because um, they started, like, not caring about the dolls. Honestly, Mattel stopped caring about, like, all their dolls for a bit, but especially the Disney ones, it got really bad. So Disney dropped them and went to Hasbro. So Mattel was like, um, maybe we should just do original stories now. Um, and that also has a lot to do with the Monster High, Ever After High thing. That's very... interlinked. What? interconnected interconnected interwoven yeah whatever. linked yeah whatever you wanted to say it's like very it's all together they're all together <laughs> oh my god that was so bad great job no you did a really good job well Thank done you. so there also seems to have been quite a big change in creative teams this time around yeah. like we we're watching the credits in the intro and you're like oh my god this is this is like totally different people who are these people the di- william low was still a director and i think he directed the last one but otherwise it was like it seemed to be completely new the other director was walter p martius mar no martius m-a-r-t-i-s-h-i-u-s that's how you spell it and it was written by elise allen and diane duane Produced by Nancy Bennett and Luke Carroll. Edited by Sylvain Blaze and Julian Clark. And the music was by Eric Colvin. So it's also the first movie since Rockers that that guy, what's his name? Arnie Roth didn't score. Oh no! I don't know what happened to him. Did he die? I hope not! Are you going to check and see if he died? I feel like I have to, right? Oh, Marvel? What? Okay, I don't think he's dead. No, he's fine. Okay, he's okay. That's good. So it looks like he just moved on. Yeah. Um, Cast-wise, they had Kelly Sheridan back as Barbie or Elena, and she also played Mermaid Number 2. It also starred Lee Talker as Bibble, Tabitha St. Germain as Dandelion, Topaz, and Mermaid Number 1. 
Kathleen Barr as Laverna and Pixie 2 and Pixie 4. Venus Terzo as Azura. Chiara Zani as Dahlia and Pixie 3. Mark Oliver as Hugh. Alessandro Giuliani as Prince Kai or Nalu. Wait, what? His name is Prince Nalu. I, I've just copied and pasted the cast list from Wikipedia. His what? name is Prince Nalu. Don't know why it says Ka Prince Kai brackets yeah, Nalu. It's, it's Nalu. Prince Nalu. I know it's Nalu because I had to look up his name so I could complain about him. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Dobson as Quill and Amethyst. Scott McNeil as Ruby. Brian Drummond as Larkspur. Brett McKillop as Pixie Number 1. And Nancy Sorrell as Pixie Number 5 and the Enchantress. Now, this is a world that Mattel designed completely themselves. It's the first, like, completely original story they've done since Barbie and the Rockers. And even then, that was low-key a Back to the Future ripoff. Yeah, it was easy to understand because it was, like, Earth. But this has lore. There is lore to this world. So and I... it's really hard to understand because it's just one movie of a trilogy and they yeah. barely put any information in. So, so I've put together just a short bit of the Fairytopia role. Lower, not roller. <laughs> Fairytopia, lower! <clears throat> wow, okay. So, Fairytopia is a realm. I think they say it's like over a rainbow. Through the rainbow. Through the rainbow. Maybe Beyond they couldn't the say. Maybe, maybe they couldn't say somewhere over the rainbow. Maybe it's copyrighted. Yeah. Over the rainbow. We haven't watched Wizard of Oz in years. We haven't. We should watch it. It's a good movie. It is. I mean... Maybe not the greatest working conditions people have experienced ever, but... Yeah, and the whole Judy Garland thing just makes it very sad. Anyway, <laughs> so Fairytopia is a realm populated by flower fairies, puffballs, pixie, pixies, flower sprites, fungi, which are basically goblins, anti-Semitic character design and all. Really bad. Yeah. Dryads, aka wood nymphs, giraffes, giant butterflies, firebirds, mermaids, and these ugly little tree elves whose names are never mentioned. <sighs> the realm is ruled over by the Enchantress, which seems to be a hereditary position because they mention that they're part of a royal family. Um, and the Enchantress also has an evil twin sister called Laverna, who is the movie's villain. The Enchantress seems to have a council of guardians that she maybe delegates to when it comes to running the realm there are seven guardians each of which respond to a color and have a name inspired by a color each member also has a necklace that was gifted to them by the enchantress which gives them powers are you staying with me uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> you've seen this movie and you don't understand what's happening no i i got it a bit more on my second watch yeah i will say so although um, despite this, the Enchantress and the Guardians don't seem to have jurisdiction over the mermaids since one of the three mermaids we see is a prince, indicating that they have their own governmental and monarchical systems. Um, three, we only know like three of the lands in this place, which is Fairytown, the Magic Meadow and the Wildering Wood. They visit lots of other places, but we don't know their names. Um, the fairies also live in sentient flowers that have names and know what you need. They can even sing you a lullaby. Cute. And individuals who are destined for quote-unquote great things have rainbows appear in their eyes at certain points. Mm-hmm. So that's basically the background of this world. On to the summary. I love how <clears throat> before the summary you always take a sip of water. <laughs> I don't think I talk more 
like all week than I do than during this do. podcast because yeah. we just sit and we watch TV all day. We telepathy is how we. Yeah, it's it's concerning. Anyway, the story is about a flower fairy called Elena. 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 Sorry, Elena. Who was born without wings and gets teased for it and also has a pet puffball called Bibble. Bibble! <laughs> I have wrote so much, written through this letter, so much about Bibble. Like, genuinely, way too much about Bibble. <laughs> Most of it's We'll get to Bibble Kieran. later. I'm going to talk about him for hours. One day, um, Elena and her... F- is that Alina. it? Alina. Alina! Oh my god, I want to die. One day, Alina and her friend Dandelion learn that one of the guardians, Topaz, who seems to kind of be the one who rules over their section mm-hmm. because they seem to have some kind of a personal relationship with her, yeah. has been kidnapped. What they don't know is that she's been kidnapped by Laverna, the twin sister of fairy Topia's ruler, the Enchantress. They go to Laverna's lair where she reveals to Topaz that she's kidnapped her sister and placed her under a sleep spell and plans to also kidnap the rest of fairy Topia's guardians. Meanwhile, she'll spread the mist like poison all throughout Fairytopia. So, it's okay. Meanwhile, she'll spread a mist-like poison all throughout Fairytopia, which will weaken all winged creatures and stop them from flying. With all their leaders gone, the citizens of Fairytopia will have no other option but to turn to Laverna, who has the antidote, antidote and make her queen. The next morning, Elena, Elena, no, Elena, Elena. I am never gonna get this girl's name right. It's fine. It's like remember when I kept on getting Hobie's name yeah, wrong? Yeah, got Hobie, and I realized why. Hobie. Remember, um, is because of Hobby from Star Wars. Oh my god! Remember Hobby and Wedge? Yeah. Yeah, that that's why I kept on getting it messed up. Anyway, the next morning, Alina. Yeah. Alina and Bibble <laughs> wake up to find that the meadow is kind of fucked because of Laverna's formula and with Topaz gone the closest guardian that they could go to for help is Azura who lives in fairy town so they set off with Dandelion who decides to come with them because Elena 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 has never even left the meadow before and she doesn't have wings so she can't really get there very well but by the time they get to the enchanted forest Dandelion is unable to fly due to Laverna's poison or while she's struggling to fly. Yeah. So she has to fly home because it's just it's too much for her. She can't fly, so she flies home. <laughs> yeah. Eventually they get to the fairy town hall and ask to see Azura, but they're turned away. However, they follow another fairy to Azura's who lives in a house that is only accessible through flying. But through great difficulty, and since she can somehow force jump... Elena yep. Elena makes it to Azura's house. Azura catches them sneaking around and initially tells them to go away, but Azura sees the rainbow in Elena's eyes. Elena. Elena's eyes! And invites her in. You can stop correcting you. You can just go. No, keep on correcting me. I want to get it right. Elena. Yeah. Elena, Elena, Elena. It's Elena. Uh-huh. Azul... Not Azula. <laughs> <laughs> Azula's in this movie? God, I miss that. Azura explains that the rainbow in her eye means she's destined for great things, but Elena, who Loki hates herself, disagrees with this. <laughs> yeah, she's really self-deprecating. Yeah. Azura also explains that Fairytopia is in trouble because of Laverna, 
And in the morning, she'll leave to speak to a dryad named Dahlia, who's a former follower of Laverna and might have an idea of how to defeat her. She also gives Alina her necklace to take care of. But in the morning, before Azura can leave, she's captured by one of the fungi, who are Laverna's henchmen. When Elena wakes up alone, she's blamed for Azura's disappearance, but is rescued by a giant butterfly named Hugh that Azura sent for, for that Azura sent for prior to her disappearance. I love you're doing the little hand movements that I do as well. <laughs> yeah, I do hand movements whenever I explain like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to try and keep myself on track. Anyway. Back in Laverna's lair, the fungi arrive with Azura, but Laverna is angry to see that her, necla- that her necklace, which is magic, is missing. One of the fungi tell Laverna that they saw a wingless fairy sleeping in Azura's house with it. Laverna realises that a wingless fairy could ruin all her plans and orders the fungi to find Alina. Alina. Alina! Meanwhile, Alina, Hugh and Bibble are being chased by firebirds who are on Laverna's side. They manage to evade them and meet the mermaid prince Nalu, who gives them seaweed that'll help them breathe underwater so they can escape. They arrive at the wildering woods where Dahlia lives and Hugh starts to find it difficult to fly due to Laverna's potion and Alina heads off on her own to find Dahlia and is helped by these two little tree elf people who say everything in rhyme. I also have a lot to say about those two. Oh, so do I. So do I. Okay, good. When Alina finds Dahlia, Dahlia is reluctant to help them because the Guardians didn't believe her when she left Laverna's service and said she wanted to help defeat her ten years ago. But Azura always believed Dahlia, so Alina kind of convinces her to help by like, but Azura's your friend. But she's the good witch. What are you doing? Moving all this stuff so I can rest my arms Okay. What even is this? Oh. We bought it for somebody's Christmas last year, but since it was from eBay, a part of it was missing, so now it just sits there. Okay, well. And we're back. So they go and meet back up with Hugh and Bibble, and Hugh has seemed to recovered a bit, so they all head to Laverna's lair. And Dahlia lets them know that Laverna has found a way to channel her royal bloodline to extract the magic from each of the Guardian's necklaces and transfer that magic to her. But the union point where all of the magic meets and gets transferred would always be weak. They arrive at the lair and plan to go in together and find the union point. But Alina insists on going alone because she has Azura's necklace and Hugh is starting to get ill again due to the poison. Dahlia doesn't really seem to be that affected by it. I'll get to the poison later. But the rest of the group surprises Alina by causing a distraction. Thanks to the distraction, Alina makes it into the lair, but the rest of her friends are captured by the fungi. When Alina makes it to the room where Laverna is holding all her prisoners, Laverna agrees to let them go in exchange for Azura's necklace, which Alina refuses to give her, allowing Laverna to see the rainbow in her eye. Laverna then promises to give Alina wings in exchange for Azura's necklace and starts to say that the two of them are alike because they've been treated differently their whole lives. At some point, she hypnotizes Alina, who starts to walk towards Azura to give her the necklace. And the union point, which is a crystal embedded in Laverna's throne, starts to absorb the power of all the necklaces. But fortunately, Azura is able to get Alina to snap out of it. So she rejects Laverna's offer of wings and throws the necklace at the union point, shattering it. The Guardian's powers then overwhelm Laverna, who vanishes. 
Alina returns home where everyone is cured and they're visited by the enchantress. She thanks Alina and the rest of her friends for saving everyone and gifts her with her own magical necklace which gives her her own pair of wings. The end. Wow, that was a lot. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? I feel like, I can't believe I'm saying this, I feel like this movie should have been longer. Oh yeah. They just tried to fit in like too much into like an hour and ten minutes long film. Or, because this is one of the first not one of the first movie they don't have a narrator with they have like a very quick thing at the very beginning very beginning where it's like a quick like by the way you have to go through we're able to get here anyways go have fun and it's like what is this place i don't know maybe there's more world building later what is a bibble (laughs) why am i supposed to be okay with this who are you what are you What is Bibble? Well, he's a puffball. I also think the explanation just through the rainbow is so vague. (laughs) How do I get through the rainbow? Well, you can't get through a rainbow. That's the thing. Why? Okay. Little kids can, like, see a rainbow in the car. Like, let's go chase it. We need to go to Fairytopia. But they're never going to make it. I need to find a Bibble for myself. (laughs) But they're never going to make it, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. There's so, a very big rainbow theme in this movie. Very big, which is great because um, gay. That's one of the reasons we started this podcast. Um, yeah, it's great when children's media just has like a shit ton of rainbows in it, either purposefully or not purposefully. Yeah. Purposefully, Shira. Unpurposefully, this movie. Um. So, um, when we open in the movie, Elena is being bullied. Elena. Alina is being bullied because she doesn't have any wings. She's being bullied by these three little pixies. My favorite name they call her is No Fly Zone. Oh my god, yeah. no, but like, it's one of the, literally the first lines in the movie. And one of the little pixies just goes and says to her, completely unprompted, What do you call a fairy without wings? Nothing. <laughs> like, that, I think that is so brutal. You are so mean to like, her. Like, it's not really that creative. But calling her nothing? Like that and also they're so tiny. They're so tiny and they're just bullying this fully grown woman. <laughs> and they're just so mean. Um, And then they kind of like... Bracket. We see Fish. Dandelion for the first time. Who oh yeah, Dandelion's... I like Dandelion. Dandelion's fun. Mm-hmm. But I love like they go and they're just kind of walking around and they decide to play like this game of catch. Yeah. They're like, she's like, Bibble, go over there. And it's just right in the middle of, of three the, little girls. The, of these flower sprites doing like Tai Chi. Yes. And she just fucking. They do a little dance. <laughs> like, she's like, move, me and Bibble. Throws <laughs> this rock at them. Me and Bibble. And are it bashes catch. Bibble in the belly and sends him like whooshing back. <laughs> and it gets stuck to Bibble. But yeah, so these little fairies that were just bullying Alina come and they're just like, <laughs> and then Alina and Dada are like, we don't want to talk to you. You guys are mean. Please leave us alone. And they're like, fine, we won't tell you about the kidnapping that just <laughs> happened. It's like, <laughs> guys, that's a serious crime. People in your town need to know about it. Yeah. But I find it really funny that like everybody else, they hear about this kidnapping. They're like, oh God, we better go home. But Alina, Bibble, and Dandelion are still just wandering about like, eh, they're probably playing a joke on us. It's fine. (laughs) Everybody else has gone home. Everybody is in hiding because of this kidnapping. And they're just like, eh. Dandelion's like, okay, then I'll go home to my parents. And Alina's like, okay, I'll go home to Peony, her flower. Which makes me think, is 
Peony Alina's parent? I was wondering that as well. Like, where is her family? Because she doesn't have a family. And like, whenever she we talk- know that the fairies don't just appear like they do in Tinkerbell because Dandelion mentions her mom. Her, yeah, her parents. Um, but so like, are they dead? I'm. Was but, she an orphan? Is that what she's doing? But wings? she talks to about Peony, like Peony's one of her parents. Yeah, it's she's very like it's very odd. She's like my flower back home, and it's like you could replace Peony with parent, and it would be the same thing. So I don't know. Wait. Those are little chirps. Are they little chirps? I'm gonna have to go check. Be right back. Oh god. I really I I don't want this. I don't want this today. Snippy? I swear to God, Snippy. Okay. Maybe it was some scratching against the door. He might have been. Okay, well, you can let him in. <coughs> like, he's sitting next to the cupboard. He was kind of dozy. Okay, then, yeah, go. go ch- well, he's already in there! Okay, well. Don't come up. Look at your Bird break. Very sorry about that. There was no bird. It's fine. The cat did not kill a bird this time. It happens a lot. It does. We need to ask our old neighbours to get rid of their bird feeder because they were really just luring them to their death. Really? It's very unfair. It's sad. Yeah. Anyways, Peony's a weirdo and I hate... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, are all of the flowers sentient? I think they are. I think so. Cause I think they all just live in sentient flowers that play them lullabies. How, how sentient are these flowers? Do they have brains? Can they think um bibble <clears throat> snores yeah at first i was like i love bibble i need bibble and then i heard bibble snoring and i was like we cannot have bibble bibble needs to um, die if you were sleeping in the same room as bibble you would put a pillow over his um, face yeah here are three things my sensory issues cannot handle chewing snoring or any other little sound a person's mouth makes <laughs> that makes me annoyed i can't deal with it i want to die when i hear it um you know it makes life very difficult for everyone involved yeah sometimes i just have to like cover my ears when yeah I'm, I'm not a big fan of snoring either and also i kind of don't want to eat sometimes because i'm so scared of hearing myself chew um a little rotten there about how i how my brain works anyways oh when we go to laverna's lair for the first time it's like everything like just has a green filter over it basically yeah <laughs> and i love how just putting a green filter over something in this Means in like bad. any of these movies they do the same thing in diamond cast yeah. as well like green filter equals bad um and also topaz the kidnapped guardian her voice actress she is the one doing the most this time around yeah she was just giving way too oh, much what did i see wait okay keep talking i'm gonna have to look at something i need to double check something Okay, she was just doing way too much for what she was doing. Yeah, it kind of annoyed me. I don't really like her. Oh, I liked her. I liked her. I thought she was fun. She yeah. was just chilling and vibing. Yep. Dandelion's voice actress is Rarity in G4. Yep. That's a My Little Pony. Oh my god, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, nitpicky thing here. <clears throat> um, going back a bit. Um, when Alina first goes to Peony, she starts sleeping during the day. 
Maybe it's just summer. It's light outside. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you're not. Maybe she was just like, well, you have to stay inside all day. Better nap. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first saw Laverna, I was like, oh my God, is the anti-Semitism not going to anti-Semitism this time? And then... Because she just looks like the rest of the fairies. I was like, oh my God, that's really cool. She's just like this cool, awesome badass. And then the fun guy stepped in. Let me tell you, not very fun guys. Their noses are the same size as the rest of the fairies' heads. It's really bad. It's really bad. I don't And again, like... there is nothing wrong with these features. But nobody in any of these movies that's a good guy ever has them. Yeah, um, I kind of don't want to talk about the fun guy that much. Because I just feel really uncomfortable doing that. Can we just like, yeah. make an agreement to just kind of not mention them for the rest of this? Um, I have one more thing to say okay. about them. They're framed as, like, these bumbling idiots. Yeah. But somehow, they are able to kidnap what is meant to be, like, the most powerful fairies in the realm. Also, they're... Just got my drink reminder. Sorry. I have a reminder now, and it's a reminder to drink water. Here. I already had a little sip today. You have to have more than a little sip of water in a day. <coughs> You're welcome. <clears throat> um, also, they're just, like, really huge. Yeah, they're fucking massive. Like, I thought they were tiny little guys, but they're not. Yeah. So how are they able to, like, kidnap the most powerful people in this realm? How? They're meant to be these bumbling idiots. Like, um... Like, for Azura, I guess it kind of makes sense, because she gives her necklace to Alina Mm -hmm. before being kidnapped. But But the rest of them, they just have their necklaces, and they're able to get kidnapped so easily. Um, yeah, speaking of Laverna and Fungi, but specifically Laverna, er, not Fungi, I'm not talking about them right now. <laughs> um, I love, like, basically every single villain in all these movies. Because they're cool! Primander, Ordeal, um, Gothel, and especially Laverna. They're all so cool. They're all really cool, and I... I don't know if they're if in the other movies they're gonna flesh out Laverna's backstory more, but she yeah. has so much potential. Oh yeah, because her dress is like these <laughs> dark. I'm sorry, getting into color theory here or not or whatever. Um, her dress like these dark rainbow colors, and she says to Alina, "Oh, I used to be special too," which implies she also had the rainbow eye thingy. Ooh, I didn't pick up on that. See, this is what happens when you do art in school. Well, you you pay attention to art in school. Yeah. Um, so that's what I kind of thought. Um, all we know about her is that, and that yeah, I got really excited when I found out that she was the enchantress's sister because I like I love me a good sibling rivalry yeah. almost as much as I love a good sibling codependency. Yeah. But then they didn't really flesh it out, so and I, I feel like it was kind of like a missed opportunity. But I, she doesn't die at the end of this movie; she so disappears. I'm, I'm guessing they're gonna do more, but I don't know. Um. Boop boop boop. <laughs> so we so what happens is so we're with Alina and Bibble and Dandelion and stuff. Then we cut to Laverna, and then we cut back to um, Alina and Bibble after Alina's sleeping. And Bibble wakes Alina up and she just screams. Which is <laughs> <laughs> such an honest, like, that's And then Bibble screams back. And, like, I, I want to wait until you get to your little guy section to really talk about Bibble. Yeah, we, we will wait till then. Um, but we will be talking about Bibble a lot. Um, so I get Whiplash every single time. Yeah, Azura. Azura. Because Great Witch Azura. The Great Witch Azura. I was like, because Azura, it does mean like light blue or some shit like that. But I was just 
when I first heard it, I was like, what? Like, is this a weird crossover? I don't know about it. It's been a month since Thanks to Them came out and we yeah. still haven't been able to watch it again. We've watched it twice. That's what happened with me with Thanks to Them. I watched it, not Thanks to Them, the hardest thing. I watched it once and I watched it twice and I was like, no more. Never again. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, when I first saw Azura, I thought she looks like a cool queer wine aunt with that hair. And then I noticed we have the exact same hair. They have the same hair, dude. Hers is lighter, th- a bit lighter <laughs> blue than mine. I dyed it dark blue because I was Lilith for Halloween. We went as Amatita and Lilith. With our nine-year-old cousin, because he's the only person who thinks we're fun. It was really cool. I ordered Albert. He came on the 3rd of November. Yeah. <laughs> I had my um Dead Wardian Ballisters sign. It was great. I made myself a little potion. Sorry, we're ranting. It was yeah. a cool costume, though. It was fun. It was we a group really... costume. Because, again, our little cousin, who is nine... Is the only person who wants to spend time with us. Yeah, we watch The Outhouse, we watch Amphibia, we watch Gravity Falls, we yeah. watch Empires. We watched Ellie. Sh- we watched a lot of Ellie Shadow Lady Ellie together. Shadow Lady. She's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, oh, when she gets to the town hall, the town hall actually looks really nice. It does. I think it's the best background we've seen in these movies yet. Also, I really love the soundtrack. The soundtrack the, is really the fun. Back- I like prefer it. I know this sounds really dumb because this is an original Barbie movie, but I prefer the music to like Nutcracker and Swan Lake. That does sound really dumb. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was nice and calming, and it wasn't. I don't know. Um. Yeah, like the light and the shadows is by far the best background they've had in any of these movies. Oh, it looks so much better than Nutcracker. It like, really did. At, like <clears throat> Rapunzel. It's so much better. Mm hmm. <clears throat> and the colors, it's like a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I think the majority of the budget went into the town hall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Azura's house with all the Azura's plants. Ha- I have questions about Azura's house. Okay. This Same. is going to get into a whole thing. Okay. It seems to be that the only way you can get to Azura's house is by flying. Yes. But we know there are creatures in this world that don't fly. <gasps> are you implying? And that just set me down a rabbit hole because like so there are people in this world that can fly and people in this world that don't all the people that are part of like the guardian (gasps) council are all fairies they can they can all fly oh my god is this like a droids thing in star wars we're like (laughs) oh my god they're all like do other species not get a say in how their world is governed oh my god is it all just fairies like is anybody like is this like a disability allegory? I don't know. Because like they literally they don't even by Azura's house, they don't even have guards on the ground because they don't think that anybody without wings would be able to get there. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyways. Oh and 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 when when um Alina first arrives at Azura's house. Azura is like, it seems to be the first person to ever give her a mobility aid of any kind. Yeah. Like, everybody, like, has just been watching this girly struggle Struggle. for years. She's been going through it. Yeah, and Azura, like, quickly brings her up, like, this, uh, just like a little flower to sit in. Yeah. And then she flies it across and yada, yada, yada. But... Um, She only lets Alina in her house. At first, she's like, who the fuck are you? Piss off. I don't want anything to do with you. 
She only lets Alina into her house after she sees the, the rainbow, rainbow in her eye. And she says later when she's kidnapped by um, Laverna, like, she would never have a wingless fairy sleeping in her house. Yeah. Wearing her necklace. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I do that? I'm like, is she just like a bigot? Yeah, like, there's, okay, um, there's also this bit where, like, it's after um, she, like, kind of tucks Alina into bed, I guess you could say, and um, she's, uh, she's flying away, and she says, I'll see you before I go, and then Alina's, like, out of earshot, she's sleeping, and then <laughs> Azura just goes, perhaps, <laughs> and I was, like, I was watching it, and I was, like, are they setting her up to be a villain, and nothing happened, she was a good guy. I think she was just saying perhaps, because she felt like she was probably gonna get kidnapped. I know, but that. I just thought it was fun. But, yeah, it just got me thinking about this world, it's, like, nobody other than fairies is represented on their council, but there are lots of people who can't fly, mm-hmm. we know that there are other fairies without wings, who are like just struggling they have mm-hmm. no kind of mobility aids or anything like this really could be this could be a work of art this movie yeah great potential but um i don't think they meant it to be like that yeah. they did not mean it to be like that <laughs> when they get to azura's house they like start with like a really integral is that how you say it integral integral yeah integral part of the like quote of the movie which is friends you haven't met yet because like azura's table is all set up and alina's like who is this for and azura's like they're for my friends the ones i haven't met yet and it's like i know it's supposed to sound cute but it's just really sad azura sits there every night with a fully set table and no friends wait i just want to check something quickly is this gonna stop recording Okay, yep, it is connected to the right thing. <sighs> yeah, because this is going to be a long episode. Yeah. We're not even halfway through and it's 40 <laughs> minutes in. And boop bitty boop So, yeah, I am worried about the political systems in this world. Nothing new there. I don't have a royal rating this time around just because I don't There's think not- I, I know enough about their monarchical systems. Yeah, I think- And also, like, it's more of, like, a fairy world type of thing. But judging by the fact that the enchantress just appoints this council and huge portions of her people are not represented it's pretty low yeah um so yeah alina sleeps in azura's house do you have any comments up until hugh yes there's like a fairy guard type of guy who comes in to um (laughs) who comes into azura's house in the morning after she's gone and she like and he like thinks that Alina has done something to Azura because he was the one who turned her away I earlier. See. Um and then Alina falls at the window. Hugh turns up and like she falls on his back and it's all good. And I love how like he chases after them for two seconds, reaches at his <laughs> arm slightly, and then he just like, gives up. No, there's also this moment when Hugh comes and he's just like, get on my back. And Alina's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, Which, no, I don't know who the fuck you are. It's so realistic because if a dying butterfly came to me and was like, get on my back, I'd be like, uh-oh. Oh, also, um, Azura sent Bibble to get Hugh with like oh, yeah. this letter. And when she wakes Bibble up, she literally just like she shakes him very gently. She's like Bibble, Bibble. She does that like two, three times, and, then she and he doesn't up. wake up. So she just fucking picks him up by his like legs. He's hanging upside down, and she like shakes him to wake him up. So aggressive. It's so aggressive. It's so violent. Okay, everyone, we're at Hugh now. 
time for me to read my prepared statement about Bibble and then I'll get more into Bibble. It's time for Ellen's Little, Little Guys. Guys. Woo! Round of applause. Actually doing it round. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <clears throat> let me just read this out. Bibble. I don't know where to begin. Don't look. <laughs> why does he talk like that? Why did he why does he look like that? Why did the ball get stuck to him when they were playing catch? Did you see that? The ball like got stuck to him. Okay, yep. okay. Um why does he eat like that? He makes so many weird sounds while eating. It makes me so What is that? Um I would like to study his mind. I don't even know if I'm using the right pronouns right now. I think if you tried to give Bibble a gender, he would swallow it whole. <laughs> description of Bibble. If you tried to give him a gender, he would swallow it whole. <laughs> Something tells me he has destroyed worlds. <laughs> I don't know what is telling me that, but I just feel like he has. He has this very common thing. This is just like a thing I wanted to talk about. He has a very common thing that happens in like cheaply made animation where they go so detailed with the fur that it ends up looking dirty. I just hate when things do that. It makes me so annoyed. It's happened in a lot of these movies so far. I just don't like it. Um, he's my pride and joy. I want to squish him like a bug. He is silly. He is so, so serious. Three question marks out of ten. <laughs> yeah, so Bibble. He sounds like... Do you know who he sounds like? Who? Do you remember season two, episode one of The Owl House where Luz goes to fetch the abominable cutie pie and he's like you caught me <laughs> yes but people doesn't speak he doesn't speak he, he just goes <laughs> which led me to believe he like was swearing for the half of the movie time. like i love that people just telling everybody to fuck off <laughs> like, i just thought he was swearing. but Bibble, his species is known as a puffball we never see another puffball I think nobody else has one. I think there's in the other movies, but this movie, there's none. He's not affected by the flying potion. He's not affected, but neither are like the the firebirds. Yeah, they're not affected by it either. And also, okay, well, you finish your little guys section, then I'll talk more about that. Yeah, but like, you want to study Bibble's mind? I want to study the minds of the people who created them. I want to study the minds of Bibble's creators and just find out what was going through their brains at that time. Yeah. I want to know... Why? Why? What kind of drugs they were on. Why, maybe? What difficulties they were going through in their life. Perhaps. Why? He just, like, when he wakes up Elena... Elena? Elena. Elena. When he wakes up Elena in, like, the flower in, in the peony at the beginning of the movie, she screams and he goes... <laughs> so funny oh my god i hate him or like when um when azura wakes him up again he's like, blah, 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 blah. like just a weirdo what are you what, what are is you he i like i have so many questions about people like we were watching this movie and we were both just staring at each other laughing like, 10% of the time. I don't even know if I found it funny. I just didn't know. My body did not know how to Your react face. to it. Your face. I wish I'd taken a picture of it, honestly. Like, you were just... <laughs> <laughs> like, because Ellen has glasses now, like everybody else in our family. I am slightly short-sighted in my left eye. Slightly. Yeah, but you have given me eye. shit about being blind since I got my glasses, like, two years ago. It's funny. So, you know. How many um, am I holding up? 
<laughs> I have my glasses on. Yeah, I know. I just want to be funny. <laughs> no, but like Ellen just sitting there with her glasses on, her phone in front of her face, taking notes. Is like her mouth wide open, like she was some kind of like a scientist yeah. who had made some sort of discovery, and they just could not believe it. I am a scientist of bibble. <laughs> a bibbleologist. A bibbleologist. I have so many questions about this little guy. Um, I would agree with the question marks at ten. I don't know if I love him. I don't know if I hate him. If I hate him. If I, I want him to be king of the world, or if I want him to go to hell. Yeah. Brocky, please. He is Satan, he is God. Um, yep, that's it. Hugh, just a cool dude. Not much to say in comparison to Mibble. Seven out of he ten. He sounds like if Seahawk had more than one brain cell. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to make the thing. Seven out of ten fairy necklaces. <laughs> there we go. Um, okay. Back to the movie. Oh, wow, it's going to be a long episode, guys. Yep. Guys, I say it as if there's more than one listener. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, so yeah, um, Hugh and Alina and Bibble are flying and these firebirds come after them. Okay. And number one, they look like Pokemon. <laughs> I think they look like Pokemon. And number two... One of them just explodes. When does that happen? One of them explodes into little pieces. Oh my god, yes! I just remember that I've blocked that from my mind because it traumatized me. Like, what? It just fucking explodes. What are these? I thought, like, I think maybe they might be, like, something Laverna has made. Yeah, they're on Laverna's side. We know that. So I think... But it's like, they know that, like, they're obviously like a well-known thing in this world because they're like, oh, um, the firebirds, they don't like water, so we'll be fine if we mm-hmm. go down here. But then they they try to co- they try to go near the water anyway. It's yeah. Um I'm going I just wanna this is like a really small bit that's really insignificant in the movie, but there's a bit where like Alita's nope, Laverna's telling her plan to all like the I don't know, sea council members or whatever you wanna call them. And then <laughs> Ruby, the red one, is just like um, can you make me taller? I'm taller than all the oh, other dudes. Yes. This is how we know <laughs> that giraffes exist in this universe. Yeah. Because Laverne is explaining her pa- plan. And Ruby is like, I'm taller than the rest of them. And then everybody else is like, yeah, he is tall enough. She should make him taller. So then she just rubs out. She's like, her diagram is a chalkboard with stick figures. She rubs out his head, draws his neck slightly longer, and then does his head. And he complains that, now I just look like a he, that he just looks like a giraffe. Giraffes exist in this world. I also thought this moment was just really funny. Um, I don't know if my humor is mm. broken. I, it is broken, but I don't know if that is actually funny or not. And Laverna and Azura talk to each other like they're bitter exes. They do. It's like they have like this weird flirty thing going on. Laverna's like, I'm only going to ask you this once. Where's the necklace? And then Azura's kind of silent. And she goes, where's the necklace? And Azura's like, I you were, thought you were only going to ask, ask me it once. once. Like, dude. Stop it. Um, like and when like Azura's like I don't wear my necklace very often it clashes with my eyes and she's like you lie I'm like I'm like at first I thought she was like so you don't I was genuinely like so you don't think it clashes with her eyes is that what this is about also um how can it why does she she wears all blue the necklace is blue how can it clash (laughs) um so Nula the um Prince Nula Nalu Nalu Whatever. His name was Nalu. My note said Nula. Anyways, um I think it's Nalu. I think it is Nalu, yeah. 
Um, Let me readjust. I am giving him the benefit of the doubt because I'm pretty sure um, the next movie on Remedia, he's like a main character. But man's did nothing this movie. Yeah, I don't know if I like that they didn't. Yeah, that he didn't appear again. I don't know if I like that he didn't appear again. He was here for like two seconds and disappeared. Or that I hated it. That like they weren't even gonna because like. They kind like there's not an awkwardly shoehorned romance in here. Like they kind of yeah. ba- build something up between them, but like it's nothing. There's like there's as much chemistry between them as there's between her and Dandelion. Yeah, you like know? it's there's a lot. And like of... I don't know if I like that there's just barely any men in this movie, mm-hmm. or if I hate that like they just included this character for nothing. Yeah, like I'm not gonna get too mad. Hopefully he's okay in the next movie. Um. But I'm pretty sure one of, like, the fan favourite um, Barbie ships is in the next movie as well, which is with, like, another mermaid. Mm, fun. So, yeah, that's my opinion on Nalu. Um, when they first get to the Wildering Woods, I was like, this looks like shit. Did they literally spend every piece of their background budget on the town hall? Yeah. And then I realised it's supposed to look like shit. Yeah, I think it's supposed to look like that. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, he was very much like, oh no, I can't. Give me a sec, sorry. I'm getting too hot. He was like, oh no, I can't fly. And Bibble's just behind him fluttering his little wings. <coughs> yes. And it's just like, guys, commit. Commit to the bit. <clears throat> like, I'm not quite there yet in my notes, but I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> fucking spell. Um, so, there is no Kelly in this movie. No, Kelly, but there is. But there is these... Happy Trolls. That's what they're called in they're the They're called fandom. Happy Trolls. That's what they're called in the fandom wiki. I looked in the fandom wiki and I couldn't find them. Happy Trolls are called Happy Trolls. And they pop out of trees. And they have these massive heads. And tiny bodies. And these giant soulless eyes. Mm-hmm. I and al- I hate them. I also have a prepared statement on the Happy Trolls. I want to drop up kick the Happy Trolls so bad... I hate them so much. I will literally be here for hours if I name every violent act I want to commit because of them. I hope their huge heads explode. Their eyes are soulless. They have these giant glassy eyes. There is nothing behind them. I hate them. Because, like, there's no Kelly in this movie. And I was like, thank fuck for that. And then these two little shits turn up. So much worse. And they are so much worse. And I hate them. And I hope they die. Oh, my God. So, as I... Was said on my tour. <laughs> I was watching Christmas Carol last night. Kelly's called Shelly. Shelly. Yep. She's called Shelly. Yep. Are you sh- are you sure? I am sure. But we'll get to that when we get to Christmas. Yeah. Carol. Oh my god. Um. But you know, I am just begging these movies to have consistent character design. Oh, it's so bad because characters like, like they belong to the same world and are in the same animation style. I know. I said I wasn't going to mention the fun guy again, but I just want to use him as an example. If you put Alina. The happy trolls and the fun guy next to each other. I would think they're all from different movies. All from different movies. Like, I'm sure it works fine with the toy line. Yeah. But just in a movie, it's like, have a consistent animation style. Because they all look like they've been pulled from, like, five different movies. Yeah. So, um, they're in the... What's it called again? The Wildering Woods? The Woods... The Wildering Woods, I think. Yeah, the Wildering Woods. <clears throat> um, they meet Dahlia, and she goes on her little rant about, like... <laughs> Azura was the only one who liked me. And then Alina goes like, and Dolly's like, okay, I'm not going to do this. And then Alina's like, do it for the friends you haven't met yet. And then she says <laughs> that it means you have to do what's right, even if it's not the easiest thing for you. 
So either Alina is just lying to Dahlia or one of us completely misread that statement. How does the friends you haven't met met yet means you have to do what's right, even if it's hard? That doesn't make any sense, Alina. Yeah, I think they are like they're kind they're just very similar be nice to people statements. Yeah. That's that's the line between them. Be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really get the necklaces, honestly. I think it's like, because we. I don't think anybody other than the Guardians can perform magic. Because we don't see anybody oh. else perform magic. They just, like, fly around. Yeah, I get that. So okay. it's like the Enchantress imbued these necklaces with special powers. But, like, the Council. Do they get their names yeah. after they get their colours? Do they find people with like, colour names specifically to match it, up? Is it like. Is a this system like a, where they, where they just like pass it on to their children? Do they are they immortal? Yeah, like what is up? These are questions that are I have. Are they all trans and change their names? Because if so, I support that one hundred percent. Which um, these are questions probably that will not be answered. But yeah. you know, these are just little things that they definitely did not think about. But mm-hmm. um, hopefully, we'll get. Um. So at the, oh, I need to adjust again. Let me do two. So at, like, the climax of the movie, when Laverne is, like, trying to convince um, Elena to, like, give the necklace back to Azura Mm -hmm. and all that, it's like, um, she kind of seems to have this crisis of character. Yeah, there's also this, like, hypnosis thing. Yeah, but but it it confused me, because, like, but something I do like is, like, this is the first movie, I think, where Barbie, the Barbie character hasn't been a perfect saint all throughout. Yeah. Which is fun. Rocky, stop it. But, um, it's like, she seems to kind of go under the spell at some point. But, like, at first, Laverna seems to be winning her over naturally, like, talking about how they're alike. They've both been treated, they've both been treated differently their whole lives. Like, I don't buy the hypnosis. And then she seems to go under, like, this trance. And the trance either seems to happen... When Laverna makes the fake wings, mm-hmm. like, I thought maybe she's, like, put a spell over her along with the fake wings. Yeah. Or if when she says, everything in your little world will be perfect. Mm-hmm. She repeats that twice. Yeah. And I don't get how this statement, like, how this resonates to her. Well, I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I do, I think there's, like, a lot of potential with character there. Like, I was just thinking, I was like, man, she could, Lena's, like, really interesting. Like... To think of her just, like, joining Laverna because she's been, like, wronged by so many people. And by society. Yeah. So she joins Laverna because why should she care about these people who have never cared about her? Mm Because she doesn't have wings. Like, this could be a perfect bad end AU. And I love me a bad end AU. (laughs) So... Yeah, but anyway, it's fun that she wasn't really perfect in a saint the whole way through. Mm -hmm. But, um... This is something that really confused me. Her not having wings didn't really help in the end. Like, yeah. what helped in the end? Because, like, what, what, like, smashing the, um, like, the source, the meeting point, the yeah. union point, like, what it comes down to is, like, it parallels at the very beginning where she threw that rock to Bibble among <laughs> the wood, what are they called again? Wood sprites, I can't even remember. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Amongst flower sprites or whatever. Flower nymph sprites, whatever. When she threw that rock among them while they were doing their tai chi. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes back to. That's what it parallels. Like, I thought at the beginning, it was like, oh, she doesn't have wings. Because I thought that 
the like the spell, the curse, the potion, whatever. I thought it would make people who had wings like deathly ill. Yeah. And they would be like they wouldn't they would be completely like incapacitated. They wouldn't be able to do anything and she would be like the o- one of the only people to be able to do this. But like they just get kind of tired. They just get tired. And like even some of them don't get tired. Like we never see Dahlia get tired. Bibble doesn't get tired. Bibble's fine. Bibble Bibble is fine. It's like everybody else like, oh my god, I'm so tired. Bibble's just fluttering. Because Bibble has wings. I and he's f- just fluttering. I fully believe Bibble is God. Yeah. And like the firebirds as well, they're not affected by it. They're fine. It's weird. It's like it's I just I thought that her not having wings would come into it more. Mm-hmm. I thought that like it would be it's not really an important part of the movie, if we're being honest. Uh-huh. I didn't like at the end that they gave her wings. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you, like, how you felt about that, that she just got wings. Um, well, of course, well, but yeah, I didn't like it. Um, number one, they defeated Laverna with rainbows, aka the power of gay, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to defeat someone, defeat them with rainbows. That's what I always say. Um, <laughs> all the Billy fairies like Lena now that she saved them. They're kind of fake. Yeah. Don't like that. The Enchantress is only in the movie for like two minutes. She has like a couple lines. What's her deal? And um, I wish they didn't give Alina wings. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Because at one because t- it was like in one, blah, blah, blah. on one hand it is kind of like these are her mobility, this is her mobility age. Yeah. But that would only work if like everybody got wings. Yeah. She is the only one who does it. And it's like the line is like, you don't need them, but you deserve them. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I do kind of like that they're, like, you don't need to earn mm-hmm. this. You shouldn't need to earn wings. Yeah. You shouldn't. Just give Like, them- it kind of felt like at the end of Encanto, when they all got their powers back. Because I was so sure when watching Encanto that, like, they were all going to just lose their powers. And also, there's, like, a couple minutes, like, we see a couple minutes of them not having their powers, and they all look so much happier. Yeah. Like... So and they just gave them them back, and it's like you could have just you know lived without it. Am mm-hmm. I? But yeah, yeah, like the but like they they bring the house back together and they get their powers back. Like I was so sure that they were gonna lose their powers mm-hmm. and that they were gonna have to learn. Like we're all fine anyway. Like we don't need we these. We never things. needed these. We don't need these, and we were and Mirabelle, we were wrong. We were wrong to treat you like shit because you didn't have these powers. Like I was so mm-hmm. certain. They were going to have to lose their powers. Mm-hmm. But if they want to do a sequel, it's not really going to work, is it? Uh-huh. Like, and like I they, think they're making they a TV series, aren't they? I think, yeah. I Which think I am very excited for. They're in the works, I think, of maybe making a TV series. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I would be very excited for, but like... Just, I will be watching, I will be tuning in, but at the same time... It's like, it just feels like they should have lost their powers at the end. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I'm not a big fan of how she got wings. And she just instantly knows how to fly. I thought it would be like walking when you're a baby and you don't have to get used to it. But also, like, we never see any of the fairies walk. They hover above the ground the whole time. I'm like, do they even know how to walk? But they do do seem to know how to walk. Because, like, when Dandelion and Alina first go off, Dandelion's like, no, I'll just walk with you. And Alina's like, you're not used to it. And it's like, what does that mean? Like, do they just never walk? Do they just, like, hover above the ground at all times? It's weird. Yeah, I, I have questions, but I don't have many answers. So I guess we're just going to have to find out. But this did make me look forward to the sequel. Uh, really? <laughs> no, because I want to know. I want to know these things. Just so you know, this is actually the lowest rated of the Barbie movies. Like, oh my God, scores. really? What does so it have? Far, it has a 56%. Wow. And 
Mermaidia has a 70%. Wow. So it's obvious that like there is some jump up in quality. Magic mm-hmm. of the Rainbow goes down to 65%. But like mm-hmm. they're both better than the original. Yeah. So like I didn't like that I barely knew anything. Yeah, like, again, it feels like the movie should have been longer. Like, I would have preferred that this movie was, like, nearly two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> give me... Like, enough time to include everything. Give me a deep dive. Yeah, because, like, the lore is just, like, I don't understand half of it. It's not like, you know, like, in, like, um, Studio Ghibli films. Like, they have really soft world building. And, yeah. like, a lot of it's left open to interpretation. But you get it. But you get it. It's like there's a difference between soft world building and bad world building. Mm-hmm. And this is more on the side of bad, bad. World, world building. But again, it makes me very excited to see. Because it could be really sequel. cool. It, it could, could be really cool. It has so much potential and I'm really excited. Do I think it will live up to that potential? No. no. Absolutely no. not. Do I think that they're going to give me a cool complex villain with Laverna? No. No. But um, still, I really want to see the sequel. Which is not the next movie. The next movie is Magic of the Pegasus. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's pretty much... The majority of them are pretty much all um, original stories from now on. Yeah. Original, the original stories are in the majority. There's a few that are based on other things. But yeah, the original stories are in the majority. So that's exciting. There's also um, a couple movies that are like based off of past movies. Like Princess and the Pop Star. Yeah, which is based on Princess... The prince and the popper, the book, and also the princess and the popper. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like, we can do this movie again, but we don't want poor people in it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, this movie. This movie I found really fun. Same. I am fascinated by it. Like, um, I don't think it's good. <laughs> but I, I like it. But I like it. It's like, I am fascinated. Again, I want to see the sequel. I want to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a fun movie. Watch yeah. it. I would suggest watching the movie and pulling it. your hair out and trying to figure out. And it's going to be this... a lot easier for everyone else because they get to watch the sequel right after. We have yeah. to wait for the next one. Yeah, and you get to f- just try and figure out their governmental and monarchical mm-hmm. systems and yeah. No spoilers though. <laughs> Don't spoil it. So bye-bye, I yeah, guess. We will be back next time with Magic of the Pegasus. Goodbye. Goodbye. Blah, 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 blah.